Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Duval! I said it before, and I'll say it again. Winning solves everything. Come on, somebody. You know, we're just, we're just looking for... One more point. Dropping. It's a blitz. Trevor fires right corner of the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk for the score. We're just looking for, you know, guys to make plays. We're just looking for opportunities. They snap it quickly. They pitch it to the right. This is ATM. Inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown. A touchdown run by Travis ETN. And Jacksonville has taken the lead. <laughs> I think all of that came that felt great. I mean, I think just even the way, even the way we had to win to kind of get out of this. They rut. dropped the throw, four-man rush. He swings it out of the backfield. That ball's going to be caught. Now they're going to try to throw a lateral to the other side of the field. The ball is going to be picked off in the air by Devin Lloyd. That's going to close out the ball game. Devin Lloyd tackled to the ground with eight seconds to play, and the Jags are going to win. Uh, I mean, down 17-0 in the first half and just had to overcome a lot, and it really took all phases. Every part of our team made some huge plays. It's not like, you know, the offense and the defense had to carry us for this one. It was just everybody playing together. Nobody panicked. When we got in that hole early, um, and just it was, obviously it feels good to, to win one. This boy got a hit. Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM presents Jaguars today with your host Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Mike DeRocco, and E to the T. All right, good morning, everybody. Happy Victory Thursday, stretching it out all week long here on Jaguars today. Victory Thursday, except for the big loser. Me! Hope you all choke on your breakfasts there. <laughs> Somehow last week, D-Rock, you got no egg on my egg and bacon muffin. And this week, somehow, I got extra hash browns for you guys. So I'm not pleased. Well, I got... Uh, Joe Pesci, baby. Just remember what Joe Pesci said I know said what when he says about the drive-thru. But I feel, check I feel like I got screwed. I probably paid for an extra... Box of hash browns that right by now ET has inhaled. Oh yeah, they didn't go to waste. They didn't. That's good. <laughs> they didn't go to waste. We don't waste food here. Glad you enjoyed them, E. I really mean that as well. Uh, all right, today it's uh, Breakfast Bowl Draft Day, so go ahead and call up ET right now if you want to get in at six four one ten ten. The listeners have taken the lead back once again, just below a thousand points on the season. Trying to play collectively all eighteen of them into our Jaguars Today Fantasy Leagues next year. So uh, call E.T. right now at 641-1010, and he'll take whatever call he feels like, but we'll we'll say for official purposes, caller number three right now, and then uh, we'll figure it out from there. D-Rock, how's the, uh, how's the mood down at TIAA Bank Field these days? Giddy. I bet. Excited. It, Are they? Uh, yeah, it's got a, a great feel to be sitting, playing meaningful football in December. I mean, it's awesome. Let me ask you, does it feel different than it did two weeks ago heading into the Detroit game, right? Which we know that Doug Peterson was behind the scenes telling his players, we're treating this like a playoff game, right? This is a playoff game to you. Does this feel like a looser group, a more confident group, a less? What Tell me. It it feels kind of similar, to be honest with you, Uh because that was, I mean, they felt like, you know, that was right after the Ravens game, correct? 
I'm trying to remember Correct. the games. Yeah, yes. so they had just won that big game. Right. And they're tra- like you said, they're treating it like a playoff game. And everybody was excited. And you kind of got a sense in the city that people thought they were going to go up there and, and beat the crap out of the Lions. And or at it, least be competitive, right. for goodness sakes. And, you know, it, so it's certainly much different than it was before last weekend's game. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it does have – it's funny because, it, you know, this week, honestly – you don't have to win this game to still get where you want to if you're the Jags. Obviously, this is a yeah, you but know, then you're counting on an awful lot. You are lot. you are asking for help then, so you would. But well, you're asking for help regardless. Even if you do win the game, you're you need asking help. for a lot more, right? Uh, yeah, but you know the 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 Titans, the Jags' schedule, remaining schedule is easier than the Titans for sure. Um, the Jags, right, they did they, they the, have the, the same yeah. game against Dallas, but right, and but the Chargers also have. Or excuse me, the uh, the Titans also have the Chargers, yeah. and then I think they both play the Texans. They do. Uh, so well. the Chargers so, versus yes, the yes, Jets the is the difference. Jets. So it's not that much of a difference, yeah. really. Yeah. So you know? it's uh, Chargers easier to score on, um, Jets easier to stop from scoring. Let me ask you this. After watching that game Which last game? week, the Jags? the Jags-Titans game, it, can you feel better about the Titans in any way, shape, or form than you do the Jags after seeing No, how except poorly... for the fact that they have a two-game lead. And, right. You know, so they are much overwhelmingly more likely to make the postseason. But in, in terms question. of who's the more – like, in terms of if I are going to line them up and play ten weeks in a row, I think the, the Jags, Jags would – seven times. Six or seven, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah because, again, you know, how healthy – are we going to get the same Titans team that was missing four starters? Right, not to mention the guys that have already been out for the year on right. injured reserve. The Jags have been amazingly healthy. It's this crazy, year. crazily healthy this year. Right? I mean, seriously, to the point where if Trayvon Walker misses this week, it is so notable because they've had so few starter games missed due to injury. Ben Barge is the one guy that was going to be a full time starter that hasn't been around for and most of the year. There's been no drop off, and arguably, no better. No, play. but you know. So- Test that if you had two or three guys out for the season and then you had three or four starters that week, Tony, that sure. were unable to play. And, you know, talking about that, the Titans this week could be getting back to Nico Autry and Zach Cunningham. You know, in that front seven on defense, which are guys that they've had to play without for the last several weeks, and they've been getting crushed without those guys in their front seven for the last several weeks because they don't have a back end to their defense. Their secondary is bad. So they need to establish some sort of pass rush up front and at least some of the key pieces to doing that for the Titans haven't been available. They may be getting those guys back in the fold here over the course of the last month. I don't know if Autry will be able to play this weekend or not for them on that road trip out to play the Chargers, but it's not like this would be the first time even in the last two years we've seen the Chargers with a chance to lock down a playoff spot coming down the stretch and blow it. I mean, that's that's their DNA as a franchise here lately is to get into these kind of situations and not take advantage of them at all. So we'll see if they're finally able to this season. All they had to do was sit on the ball last year in, in the final week of the season. They decided instead we're going to take a timeout. We're going to go win this game. You don't have to win. <laughs> Against the Raiders, and that instead goes they beat you. Every bit of their DNA, though, that every bit of those guys' DNA, every bit of the coaches' DNA, they can't sit there and be like, "Ah, we're just not going to win." Can't do it. They can't I, do it. It's, I, they're not programmed. I, that I, way. I don't. Can't I, do it. I'm sorry. I think I think Belichick would. 
I think smart coaches would. I really do. Because you're winning. You're winning in your way into the postseason. You're guaranteeing yourself a postseason spot. That is winning. That supersedes the outcome of one single game. If for you know some crazy way, some tiebreaker works to your advantage to lose to Team X, it'd be coaches smart enough to do it, I think. I think Staley's just not one of them. Staley just can't turn off his... I don't know. You know, maybe maybe <laughs> they got what do they go for it on fourth down six times in the game? Maybe all six, right? It's they all aggressive to. all the time. But it was yeah. it, right. It was like foot to the floor. We're not gonna do that, and we're gonna and that mentality. We're gonna win. We play to win the game. All right, tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed watching well, the Raiders in the playoffs. Yeah, and he's got the right quarterback to be that aggressive. You know, like he pays it off a lot more than most sure. players he are did capable in that game. of paying it six off. Six or six on fourth down. Yeah, no doubt. That's but impressive. that doesn't mean that you have to run it that way every time. And maybe those lessons have been learned. I'm guessing they haven't been. And that if they're put in that same kind of situation this week, and I don't know if Tennessee can push them, you know, to making those kind of decisions. But if they can, I'm pretty confident the Chargers are very capable of making the wrong decision in those kind of moments and costing themselves a chance. I've, I mean, I've been around, obviously, coaches for whatever. I've been a sports writer for 32 years, so I've been around coaches forever, um, obviously. They, they can't – the one thing that they all want to do is they want to be the same guy. They want to be consistent in the way they coach. So you can't – I just think those guys have a hard time after being – one way for 16 weeks, 17 weeks, and then to just turn it off. I just don't know that there's a lot of guys that can do it. It may not be a lot. coach. But, the, but that can do it. I don't know. Like Belichick, I really think he's got an ego, but he doesn't have an ego in terms of how his team plays. Like, you know, what, not. If, if he, like <laughs> last year, again, what is it against Buffalo? Uh, where oh, they, they ran it like 50, they threw it three times, times yeah. and he yelled at Mac Jones because he checked out of a run on one of those passes. <laughs> and I remember him it was screaming like really, at him. Really, really bad wind and, and yeah. weather that and day. So, yeah, but yeah. he does like one week they're a power running football team, and the next week they're you know spreading it out and throwing it fifty times. You know that's been and and some of that was Tom Brady could adapt to anything, but they would be a power running team even with Brady if they felt that was the best matchup. Uh, for their opponent. Regardless, uh, we've got a question of the day out there. I've like got a question it. for all of you. Will the Knicks make it six in a row in their <laughs> next outing? But the, today's question of the day, presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate, um, again, kind of a three-quarters of the season look yesterday. Uh, we did something along those lines today. Through 13 games, the Jaguars are dot, dot, dot. You got three choices on our poll. Where I thought they'd be, Ahead of schedule or worse than I expected, Antonio, as I heard you mention to Dan Hicken, can you imagine what the results would have been last week if we had done this after getting blown out by Detroit when probably there were a lot of people thinking, oh, here we go, up to Nashville, never win there, same old Jags. And it is amazing how your opinion might swing in uh, just a week's time. So we'll talk about that today. We'll hear from Doug Peterson and from Trevor Lawrence as well. Saw an interesting little thought exercise over at your website, drockyspn.com. Hey, how about that? You that's, have no idea. That's what we do. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Not but, at all. Uh, we're going to discuss <laughs> it as a fun hypothetical when we return. It actually is very intriguing talking about basically what is the true value of a franchise quarterback. So we'll discuss that on the other side as Trevor Lawrence is uh, ever more increasingly looking like exactly that based on his play, particularly over the last five weeks or so. All right, we're off and rolling today. If you want to be a part of it, 
641-1010 on the phone lines or on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure. Same number there. On Twitter, at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at ESPN Duraco, and at IME to the T. Come on, somebody. Come on, everybody. E.T. Uh, Sock drive. Ooh. Give me details on what uh, what you need from people out there right now. By the way, if you reach out just past your right hand, your right right now, look to your right, look down on the desk, you'll see an envelope right there <laughs> that, that snuck in there when you weren't looking, okay? I'll be so busy. There's a, there's a sock drive donation uh, somewhere buried in that envelope, so you make sure you're not to throw that envelope away, please. But what, what can folks do to help support you as you support the Jacksonville community? Uh, y'all can go to eventbrite.com, type in sock it, the number two, me, sneaker gala, and purchase a ticket, and come party with your boy. Come party and celebrate while while having a good time. Or you can head to the GoFundMe, type in sock it, the number two, me, sneaker gala, and it'll pop up and you can send a donation or whatever because all the funds and the proceeds are going to the, the people that are partnering with, like the Souls Bucket. But the event is tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow night is going down. And where's it going down? The WJCT building right across from Bailey's Place next to the stadium. There you go. And you can hang out with E.T. Ooh. Uh, I'm working tomorrow night, E.T., but I'll be there in spirit. Seriously, and, I and, you. Uh, you know, I love you, my, my man, and uh, support everything you do. Yes, you do. Uh, uh, so not only that, but you need to do that. But then call E.T. Ooh. You can brag about that but if you want to, but just uh, tell them how excited you are. That the Jags smack the Titans, and perhaps they're going to do that to America's team this weekend. What are your expectations? What are your hopes and desires? 207-7071. We'll get you hooked up with my man E.T. And E.T., what do we need him to do? Come on, somebody. Say it with your chest. Say it's a big it week. with your chest. Huh. Uh, and a big duval. All right. We're off and rolling. Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Yeah, but I was out there, um, you know, doing the team stuff and just kind of getting some mental reps, throwing a little bit. Um, but yeah, try to try to work it up as we go throughout the week. Now more Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. There you go. That's the plan, baby. No practice. We good. We're fine. Worked last week. Let's stick with it. Uh, D Rock, do you think we'll see Trevor Lawrence practice today? Unlike. Last week when he didn't get on the field Wednesday or Thursday. No, I think what we're going to see is uh, for the next several weeks, um, at least absolutely through next week anyway because of the short week, that he won't practice until maybe like walkthrough day and participate in the walkthrough. Like, I mean, it worked. It went fine last week. Do you think they're at some point, like, do you get any indication from the coaching staff that they're concerned that a lack of practice reps will catch up to him or not? No, it, I mean, if he had, like, Poop the bed last week, yeah. then I think, yeah, then you start reevaluating. But no, he's he's absolutely fine. And he was out there after the media viewing period. Uh-huh. So he's out there getting some mental being reps. Sneaky being about it. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously. He knows what you're writing about him. Well, <laughs> he knows what's the being most said famous about him. toe in Jacksonville history. Yeah, I'm not he, just talking about the knows. toe. I'm he talking knows. about everything. He knows. He got Trevor's receipts. He does. Collecting you know, the it, receipts. It was team. weird to hear him say that because I swear. I've heard him say before, I you know I don't pay attention to, to what, what's out there. They all lie about that. I know, I know they do. There isn't anybody that does because not, not a, a single one right, that doesn't know what's being said. There's probably it, one or two. You know, even if they don't read it, someone's telling them. Wife, mom, Man, you dad, see this? brother, <laughs> this Duraco guy, really good friend. Hey, look, 
He can check all my stuff. I have never been on the Trevor Sucks bandwagon. I have always been on the— Yeah, but you were always like, he needs to get that haircut, man. I mean, Oh, that, yeah. You, right, yeah. above 100%, the collar. yes. Right? Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm kidding, Trevor. I am so jealous of those flowing locks. Well— I am. I am too, yeah. Right. If whatever is being written and said about him is going to get him motivated in a way that gives you the last month, <laughs> let's go. Right? Like, yeah. Like, I don't think it's hurting Trevor Lawrence to be reacting with a chip on his shoulder here no, recently. But I'm with you. It's surprising to hear that yeah. from him. I'm not surprised that a professional athlete can use something to fuel himself like that. You know, you find motivation where you can find it. And that's a source that people have been using forever. Tom yeah. Brady still uses it for his draft right. where he was drafted. <laughs> Right. 74 years ago, he's right. still dealing with The guy's going to go down as the greatest quarterback, probably the greatest player in league history, and he's still mad about when he got drafted, right? Like, that kind of thing will never go away. It keeps him motivated day to day, week to week, year to year. And if Trevor's going to find something like that in whatever negative things people may be saying about him, use it, man. If that's the fuel you need, use it. I have no issue with the that. The funniest thing is, like, probably the most negative things that – People in Jacksonville, I mean, the Jacksonville beat writers and all that stuff have written about Trevor, have generally come from Trevor's mouth himself, saying after the game, I didn't play well, I was an awful throw, you know, I shouldn't have made that, you know, I'm, He's I'm not He's probably talking about well some enough. of that, but I mean, look, there's a lot of social media, I mean, like, you know, how many people were coming at you, Tony, saying Trevor's a bust, at, at some oh, point in the last do. two seasons, they right? They still do. So, I mean, you know, there, it's not just necessarily what Mike DiRocco of ESPN, the writer of record in the National Football League is right. saying about you. It, it can be anything in today's day and age. You know, every everybody's got a platform. Everything kind of gets magnified out there, and uh, it is what it is. Like like you said, Tone, if it, if it helps him play like he's played recently, do it. more power to you. You yeah. stink, Trevor. You hear me? <laughs> you, I don't think you can beat the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. I said it. So uh, you're welcome, Jacksonville. All right, uh, this I, I found kind of fun. All right, so let's take a few minutes and look. At uh, uh, Bill Barnwell did a piece on this website called It's an Up and Comer, ESPN.com. Oh. All right, new one, Tony. Need to Hope we're able to it. stick yeah. around for a while. It's a, it's a tough <laughs> in this spelling. sports landscape. The Espanol Network. It, is it just this article or like how much is on there? Uh, this is pretty much it, right? Okay. They're, they're, they're starting to try to build out their content okay. right now, okay? There's some links to some slideshows and, and you know, things like that. Mm. Hey, uh, you know, child, child actresses all grown up. Right. What do they look like now? Oh, right? That kind, that kind of, of content. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just rife with Another that. Another BuzzFeed, if you will. Exactly. You know, a, a, <laughs> wa- a wannabe BuzzFeed. Yes, I think that's an accurate <laughs> description. Anyway, so uh, Bill Barnwell does a piece. Fallout from Rams, Broncos, Saints trading early 2023 NFL draft picks. Basically, how bad was the trade? Was it a good trade? Would you do the trade again? Who would do it? Which side is laughing at the other side? So, obviously, the Russell Wilson trade, absolute catastrophe for Denver. (laughs) I mean, they have the second pick in the freaking draft right now. That's just one of the things that they gave up. Never mind the $161 million guaranteed. Never mind the fact that Geno Smith just floating around out there on the waiver wire, and the, and the Seahawks are like, all right, you can come in and compete with Drew Locke. Oh, you want to play like a Pro Bowl, or you can do that too, right? So that's one example. Would the Rams do the Stafford trade again, knowing how it's all kind of falling apart? Well, hell yeah, they won a Super Bowl. Correct. Without right? hesitation. Yeah. So they, they so this is where it gets interesting. Okay? Uh, it goes through what the Lions got, and the Lions would do the deal again as well, right? I mean, that. by the way, Jared Goff's not playing so bad, and there's talk that they may stick with him for a little while, you know? Playing really well. 
So, of course, as Bill Barnwell states, flags fly forever. And then he follows up. If you asked any NFL team whether it would have made this trade, knowing both that it would win a Super Bowl and end up sending a top-five pick away the following season, all 32 would do it without blinking an eye. It's too difficult to win one Super Bowl to treat any deal that directly led to a title as a bad decision. Okay, that's if you're trading Matt Stafford. So if anything, Barnwell continues, it's a fun thought exercise to try to identify how many NFL players would not be traded for a guaranteed Super Bowl victory. So, you're, D-Rock, I brought this up to you on the break. Your initial reaction was, well, they'd all get traded, right? And that's what you I think. think they right? probably would. But then you made a good point, but I would disagree with the second point. Well, go, go. Patrick Mahomes is the first one, right? That if you're the Chiefs, you're like, we're getting more than one Super Bowl out of Patrick Mahomes going mm-hmm. forward, right? If we got, let's say, if the, if the deal is you'll win one Super Bowl guaranteed in the life of this player's career from this point to, up until the point he retires, let's say Mahomes got 12 more years. Right, something like that. I don't know what he's got. Let's say 10, 10 more years. They're going to think with Patrick Mahomes, we go to the AFC Championship game every year as it is. We're going to break through. We're we're not going to settle because he'll get he'll break us even. We'll get at least one with Patrick Mahomes. That's how they. I truly believe they would yeah, think. I don't think they would trade Mahomes. It's Dan Marino, and he's already got the ring. Correct. Right. Right. Do you give that up? No. And in your mind, now you may be wrong, but in your mind, we're going to get more. We're probably going to top that one. That's I think that's how they would feel. Do you agree or disagree on Mahomes? It's so hard to get there and then win it. And I've said this before, what Brady and Belichick did getting to, what, like 11 AFC championship games or whatever the absurd number is and, you know, playing in nine Super Bowls, for God's sakes, um, it, I think that blunts the reality of how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl, for goodness sake. So... You're probably right. They probably wouldn't do it, but I would think long and hard about it because it's it's a guaranteed Super Bowl. But, win. but what have they done? Have they have they been to four straight AFC title games, mm-hmm. two Super Bowl appearances, mm-hmm. one win? I mean, yeah, no, you're right. But you I, I just but now you're dealing with a Buffalo Bills team that's rising. You're dealing with a a, a, a Bengals team sure. with Joe Burrow that's on the rise. Well, you were dealing with Tom Brady, right? You dealt you with know? Tom Brady at first. Um, you're dealing with the Jags team with Trevor Lawrence. You're always going to be dealing with yeah, somebody, exactly. Though, but so that's that's my point. Is my point is it's so hard. Let me ask you, it, if, it, if, and you're one injury away. Okay, you're if, one injury away. Sure, you are right, but you have ten years. All right, we lose this True. year to an injury. You come back next year, right? I, I really don't think they'd trade Mahomes. They, I, you're right. I don't way. think they would. If there was a league-wide draft of all players, starting from scratch, right? Yeah, he's the number one guy you'd take. If out of 32 GMs, and and there's, you know, we play it all out. Every GM has the first pick. At least they, they all take Mahomes, or Mahomes probably the majority of the time. I think you might make a case for some other guy. Like Herbert has thrown for more yards than any quarterback in the first three years in the National Football League. I'm just saying, you might. You could. Uh, you might yeah. make a case for Burrow, right, if you like his competitiveness and all that. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. You might, right? But either 75% way. 75% at least would take Mahomes. So, there you go. That's the most likely guy that would not be traded for a guaranteed Super Bowl. So, uh, Barnwell continues. In his opinion, the Bills probably would not make that trade with Josh Allen, even if that city and franchise are desperate to finally win the big game. I'm not sure about that. I yeah. don't agree with that at all. Uh, he says the Bengals probably wouldn't do it with Joe Burrow. I don't that, agree that's with that his, one either. Okay, yes. that's his list, though. Okay. Right. Then I, what I find interesting is he goes, well, let's, what about elsewhere? <laughs> Otherwise, everybody's on the move. The next name brought up, the Jaguars would deal Trevor Lawrence. The Eagles mm-hmm. would ship out Jalen Hurts. What he's saying is 
<laughs> Who else might you even consider that you would not trade for a guaranteed Super Bowl? That is what, by placing Trevor Lawrence in that conversation at that point, you are saying, look, as I look around, who we're ta- the, the answer to this question is, who do you most want to build your franchise around for the next decade, right? Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts. Next two names out of his mouth, right? I, I mean, just that that's going to be not yeah. an uncommon way of thinking as we move forward into the offseason. If Trevor Lawrence finishes the season strong, make the playoffs, don't make the playoffs. As long as he doesn't collapse in the fourth quarter and cost them a playoff spot and People start to question him, you know, in big moments, something like that. If he plays well, continues the pace he's on, I mean, there, there's going to be all, there's going to be dark horse MVP talk about Trevor Lawrence. I'm not saying it's going to be justified, but you're going to hear that. And sure. if you love the national people talking about your team in a positive way, this new upstart website called ESPN.com <laughs> is giving you a little example well, of what so might happen. Much. So much of our conversation going into the year. So much of the conversation going into the season was can Trevor Lawrence play to the level the expectations are there, right? The expectations are that Trevor Lawrence is eventually gonna be mentioned in the same breath as a Patrick Mahomes and a Joe Burrow and the Josh Allens in the AFC. Like that was we think that he can eventually get there. That we're at the end of year two and there are national guys that are saying, yeah, he's, he's kind of there, right? Like, we're not putting him quite on the same level yet, but we're considering it, you know, like that yes. kind of thing. Yes, I, and that, that it's not crazy that a, a month ago yeah. you wouldn't have put him in this article. No. Right? Just shows you his, the growth, right? You wouldn't have. No, you're right. Like, like after the Denver game, <laughs> you would have been like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Right. And then you would have been like, well, wait a minute. Isn't Justin Fields playing the best of any quarterback in that class? And now you look up and. Oh, my gosh. You, you remember know, that five weeks ago? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, look, and jo- <laughs> Justin Fields, I'll give him credit. He's playing really well. He has been a hell of a fun guy to watch. Yeah. And if they ever get him anybody to throw to, he might be really dangerous. 100% right? with you. Not Look, two things can be uh, the same at the same time. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields can both be great. Yeah. Right? Just because, you know, we want Trevor Lawrence to be the best doesn't mean they both can't be fantastic out of that class. Zach Wilson, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jets. It ain't going to happen there. But I just found that very interesting. In fact, I may just throw a little snap poll out there uh, for Jaguar fans. And, oh, by the way, the Jaguars would absolutely trade Trevor Lawrence to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Yeah, you have to. You probably do. And, and like, if you're the Bengals and the Bills, you haven't won a Super Bowl. I know. You have no idea. I I would dump Josh Allen in a heartbeat if you guaranteed me a Super Bowl. Because there's no guarantee you're ever going to get one with it. Right. I I I absolutely do it. I do think that's a big reason why it's different with Mahomes, that you already have one. In the bag. And he's a guy and, who may and, win three more. And, and that's he, a and franchise that like, has already won a Super Bowl. Or, won a Super Bowl, been to another one, probably felt like you should have been to a third if it weren't for some BS refereeing mm-hmm. for the uh, the Patriots, but whatever the case may be. It, uh, you know, so um, interesting, I found it uh, to be that Trevor Lawrence is just the next name up in that conversation. You're going, okay, who else would even you consider to put forth as a guy who was untradeable for a guaranteed Super Bowl championship. So that is the kind of company in terms of a young piece. And it's, look, not saying he's the, the fourth best quarterback currently in the National Football League. When you're talking about the long-term outlook of who you want to build around. Sure. Uh, not too many guys higher on that list. Uh, pretty interesting stuff right there. All right, we'll come back. Let's hear more from that quarterback. His name is Trevor 
Lawrence. And uh, we will do that next. You're listening to Jaguars Today. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, D-Rock, E-T-E-T. We all squared away for the breakfast bowl next hour. We are. Who we got? We got Sam from Nocatee. Sam from Nocatee mm-hmm. is going to be knocking him down. I hope he picks a bunch of guys that the listeners have already used. That's my hope uh, this week for Sam. All right. Uh, Jaguars Today, if you want to get in, 641-1010. We'll hear from your quarterback next on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, we got uh, chatting there on the break. I forgot to post my snap poll. It's no longer a snap poll. I didn't go snap, and it's up there. So I'll get it out there. And uh, you can tell us all how you would not trade Trevor Lawrence because I think that's how it'll go. I think we're going to ask the poll, and we're going to get the majority of people saying, nope, because Trevor's going to bring us more than one Super Bowl championship. That's what I think. You know, because because you can't make the trade, right? And so you're just uh, you're going with the optimism of what you hope. Because this, he's the best quarterback the franchise has ever had. Uh, At this point, he is on the way to being the best quarterback. He has the best raw material. He is the most talented. He is not the most accomplished. So I'm not going to say he's the best that they've ever had. I think he has the best, the chance to be the best that they've ever had. And I mean, I clearly, I think he's. I think he's on the way. I mean, after the last six games, That's great. six weeks, I'm like, I'm convinced. That's great. Can we get one winning season before we yep. anoint him uh, as the best quarterback in franchise history or a playoff I, appearance? I, I, I think he's on the way. No win. question in my mind. He is Pro Bowl on the appearance. way. He's on the way. That's great. Right. He's not there yet. No. If, if, he, if he retired today, you wouldn't say <laughs> he was better than Mark Brunel. I wouldn't. You would say he's more accomplished now. No. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, had more raw talent regardless, but that – you know, Jamarcus Russell probably had a lot of raw talent too. You know, in he terms of just head. throwing okay. the football. Dempsey, I by the it. way, talking about Trevor retiring right now. Way to ruin the vibe oh, in the stop. city this week. <laughs> Come on, if Trevor I, I'm trying to, I'm today. trying to spur him on to greater heights. <laughs> You're listening. I know you are. Okay, let's hear from him right now. Trevor Lawrence, who's not retiring, who's not getting traded, who will lead the Jaguars to multiple Super Bowl championships. There, I said it. Uh, on uh, here, here is him. Uh, he, him, as everyone's calling him. Right, he is him. Right? He is he him. Uh, here is he uh, speaking. Here's Trevor. But uh, what got everybody excited? I, I think as much as winning the game, not as much maybe, but. The icing on the cake was getting in the face of the Titans when they shoved Luke Fortner back into him on the last play. It was just a cheap, unnecessary play. Fans, whether it matters or not to how a guy plays, they love it when a guy gets a little red ass in him and oh, goes after the other team. Loved right? it when they he waved to the fans, too. Loved it, oh, right? Loved did. it. So uh, here's Trevor Lawrence on having words with some select Titans as the game ended. Just football, you know, I'm sure in their situation, you know, not too happy with the way the game's gone. And then last play kind of jacked up Luke, right? I mean, it's everybody knows we're taking a knee, you know. It's just like, let's take a knee, go in the locker room, and he did that. So I was just trying to have his back, too, the same way he would do if someone did that to me, you know, same way he would do for me. So, um, but no, I mean, it's just football that happens. I think probably every week team does that at the end on, on a victory uh, kneel at the end, you know, so. I laughed when I saw it. I was on the way down to the pre- uh, locker room for interviews and stuff, so I didn't see it happen live, saw mm-hmm. it happen later, which is I, I wish I had known because I would have asked him right after the game. But when I saw the clip, the, the funny and most interesting thing to me was, like, if where the hell were the other offensive linemen that as soon as Trevor walked over there, 
and started yapping at the other guy. Those other offensive linemen got to get in there and get and separate Trevor. Get him the hell out of there. You just, you don't know what someone's going to do. You know what I mean? Like maybe get, cry. Like well, well, that's unbelievable. He broke that kid. Um, he did. But I mean, like get over there. Yeah, Trevor's yelling at him. You got to you got to get in front of Trevor and pull him out of there and be like, okay, right. here we so, go. Somebody Protect wants to Trevor. be a yeah, hero. You and, never and, know. Yeah, you're but right. they're going to get too crazy though. I get it. You never know. But like, what? what they're not going to body slam Trevor. It's just going to be some push back and yeah, forth. Yeah, probably football. so. But you know, you get pushing and shoving but in a scrum I, of people, and then all of a sudden you fall down and somebody. You know what I mean? Like, how many guys have torn an ACL in a post game celebration? Just celebrate, right. right. So I do agree that the O lineman should have been right there in front of Trevor or pulling him back or something i agree with that and i agree he's not likely to actually get hurt right. in that scenario but it's more of a hey hey, hey yeah. whoa <laughs> you don't even think about touching our guy right right don't and you yell at my quarterback correct don't even look at him trevor lawrence also yesterday was asked about the he's done that a few times this year we saw when he was mic'd up and he's getting into it with denzel Perriman on the field after <laughs> taking that big hit so we've seen a little bit more of that personality show up on the field field and trevor said yeah that competitive spirit it's come out a whole lot more this year there's times where that happens and that comes out that competitive spirit um and i think it's it's definitely come out more this season than than last year um and i'd say yeah comfort level just the guys like the guys that i'm playing with i mean just have a blast out there. I like, love playing with those guys, especially the group up front. Just have a great relationship. You know, we take care of each other. So that's where some of that comes in. And then just, I think there's been times, you know, where we've needed a spark and, and things like that. And um, myself, along with other guys, have been able to give us that, whether it's on defense, on offense, whatever. You know, I think we have a lot of guys that are able to, to find that. And um, I think guys kind of get behind that as well, you know. I will say this. Um, I think it's legitimate, like, the locker room vibe. Right there, there's been zero hint this year. They had a five game losing streak. Right, very easy to get frustrated if you're on one side or the other. You're thinking the other end is not holding up their end of the bargain. For somebody to be a little bit disgruntled, and that really hasn't come out. And I'm not saying everyone's been 100 percent happy every moment. That's not realistic. That's not life. But for the most part, D Rock, it does seem like you know. In years past, you might have had some factions develop in this Jaguar locker room, it, it does. And it, great coming off a big win against your division rival. Everyone's going to be saying the right things this week, but I do believe you're there every yeah. time. Um, it seems like that esprit de corps is real. I've been in that locker room in 2016 and 2018 when it was all falling apart and the offense, or excuse me, the defense was upset at Blake and the, and the offense and there was stuff being said and, and you could feel the tension, you could tell. And I have not picked up on any of that this year. But, yeah, have guys been frustrated? Absolutely. Have guys been angry at times? Yeah, 100%. But I did not pick. And I think anybody, if you ask any of the guys, the media guys that are in there, they'll tell you the same thing. It's one of the best locker rooms in terms of atmosphere, vibe that, um, you know, that we've had in Jacksonville in a long, long time. All right. One more here uh, for Trevor Lawrence before we take you around the league. Uh, this is on the video. Doug Peterson showed his team to get ready for the Titans game. I think it's good for a team that's I – mean, there's, there's some guy, a lot of guys that have been here for a while, but um, we also have a lot of guys that are new this year, so – and even including myself, it was only my second year. So I think just to kind of see that throughout the years and what, even just what fans feel, you know, how, I mean, that's where a lot of it starts is like the, the fans kind of hatred towards one another, Tennessee and Jacksonville. And I think just to see that and like kind of what's happened through the years um, paints a, a, a brighter picture kind of for, 
the guys who haven't been here or maybe only a year or so, you know, you don't, you haven't been around that rivalry for years. And I think it, it kind of just helped paint that picture of what it is and, you know, the kind of the mentality of, of both teams. So it was good. Doug Peterson's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. He doesn't do that every week, but he no. has done that other times this year. You know what? Well, he's smart. More so than for what it means to these players. Fans, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're going to show a video trying to impress upon this young generation of Jaguars what this rivalry means and why these fans have had it with this freaking franchise. And you haven't suffered through this like they have. Sorry. And they do ultimately. Like, I don't doubt that those guys in the locker room care about each other. They want to win just as badly. And as soon as they get traded to somebody else, that's how they're going to feel about the yeah. next franchise. And I get that, right? But the fans are here year after year after year. Right. And Doug Peterson's very smart to to make the players try to appreciate this yeah. rivalry. Well, and it's why the first three or four answers we played from that press conference from Trevor yesterday matter, right? Like, it, it's the fan base watching their quarterback go after the Titans, waving to the Titans, like that kind of thing. That's why it matters. It's not just that they won. It's that they won there mm-hmm. against that franchise, that team. You can't measure how much that means to the long-standing fans of this franchise at this point. All right, uh, let's pause here, and Tony Smith will take you around the National Football League. Now, Gems Around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Arizona Cardinals general manager Steve Keim is taking an indefinite health-related leave of absence from the team. The Cardinals have placed wide receiver Rondale Moore on their injured reserve list with a groin injury. Atlanta has placed quarterback Marcus Mariota on their IR. Denver quarterback Russell Wilson did not practice on Wednesday, remains in the league's concussion protocol. Chicago quarterback Justin Fields did not participate in practice on Wednesday due to an illness. Bears head coach Matt Everflus said that he does expect Fields will be able to play on Sunday. Cincinnati wide receiver T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd were both limited in practice Wednesday. Houston running back Damian Pierce did not practice Wednesday due to an ankle injury. Wide receivers Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins also unable to practice after missing last week's game against Dallas. Kansas City wide receiver Miko Hardman had the 21-day practice window opened up for him. Coming back from injured reserve. Las Vegas opened up their practice window for wide receiver Hunter Renfro and tight end Darren Waller. Philadelphia has opened the 21-day practice window for tight end Dallas Goddard. Dallas claimed defensive back Trayvon Mullen off of waivers in week 15 and the NFL gets underway tonight with the 9-4 San Francisco 49ers at the 7-6 Seattle Seahawks 8-15 on Amazon Prime. Seattle running back Kenneth Walker III has been removed from the injury report for tonight's game and will play. And San Francisco can clinch the NFC West with a win tonight over Seattle. Man, everybody and their brother thinks Kenneth Walker is going to go out and get about 37 yards against that defense tonight and uh, screw all of his fantasy managers who uh, play him in his return from injury. But uh, Would you be one of them? Well, it, in some leagues, like it, it, probably in the leagues where uh, I have to play this week, and I have him, I probably am playing him. Yeah, I think I've got a couple leagues. Uh, it's, I mean, you're talking about the number one running defense in the league. He's injured. He hasn't been efficient for the last month or so. He's just scored a lot of touchdowns. And you don't get those. Uh, you, you could uh, set your opponent up with a nice start to the fantasy <laughs> playoffs. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we've got the breakfast bowl coming up at 11.20 this morning. Let's get one more in here from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, just looking ahead now to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Doug Peterson sold them that the 
Detroit game was a playoff game. They did not respond. Trevor Lawrence said the team does understand how important this upcoming game is. We all understand how, how important this game is. And I mean, that's every game's important, but especially with where we're at. And like we talked about a few weeks ago, kind of the situation we put ourselves in with some of those losses early. It's just where we're at, you know, backs up against the wall and we got to we got to fight our way out. And, you know, I I think we got the perfect group to do it. So we understand how big this game is and every game moving forward. This stretch is is huge. So we got a great opportunity. Damn, if they win this game, man. I mean, just because the Titans don't play until the uh, late afternoon window against the Chargers. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, just it'll be probably the highest enthusiasm level since the 2017 playoffs if they're able to pull that off even more so that like I know the 2018 season started off when you know they beat New England and got off to a three and one start and they thought they had won the Super Bowl and that was fun (laughs) but it was so early in the season this would be like are you this is real like now the playoffs are actually in sight potentially here down the stretch yeah there was a lot of enthusiasm at the end of the 2020 season but it was in the completely opposite direction correct right like there was (laughs) some fun to be had watching the Jets when they weren't playing at the same time as the Jags oh yes all that kind of stuff that was going on late in that season to try to win the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes this is uh it's different it's a whole lot more fun to pull for your team to win than lose most uh most anticipated home game since that Patriots game in 18 oh yeah for me, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, for the right reasons. Anyway, like Tony said, it was fun to root for uh, losses down the stretch and, and cement it. And we're getting, I mean, it wasn't even we have the number one pick. We have Trevor Lawrence. That was it. And everybody knew what was coming. Jets looking back on that decision to win that game. <laughs> oh, but come on. What, what about all these Jets fans that, uh, that, Trying to convince the world that they got the better guy there. Were they talking about Mike White or the, <laughs> I, I'm uh, Joe Flacco? I've been watching him go back and forth with Shipley oh, in the last too. couple that days. Was, that and was it's great. just, what are you people doing? I mean, stop it. <laughs> you lost. It's going to go down as one of the catastrophic uh, end games to any season yeah. in, in National Football League history. I know it's no fun for a Jets fan to imagine what their franchise would be with Trevor Lawrence right oh, now. With you know? that defense? Right. Like. They might be thinking legit, like legitimately Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they might be. But they instead, they'll run Mike White out for a few more weeks, mm-hmm. uh, which is Mike nice. Mike White, a 2018 draft pick by the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Cowboys picking up some nice uh, late-round flyers there. had no idea he was drafted in 2018. I had no idea I had to look that up the other day, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. All right, uh, we have uh, come to the halfway point of the program. Uh, When we return, we'll hear a little bit from your head coach, Doug Peterson. Breakfast bowl on the way in about 25 minutes. The question of the day out there today, just kind of asking you about where the team is compared to where your expectations of where the team would be. The Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day today, officially saying through 13 games, the Jaguars are dot, 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 where I thought they'd be. Ahead of schedule or worse than I expected? One-click poll on Twitter, at MD underscore 1010XL. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars today on 1010XL. All right, into hour two we go. Breakfast Bowl coming up in a little over 15 minutes for week 15 we're getting down to the final four weeks now yeah uh so it is close listeners have a slim lead 
at the moment, and ultimately we'll have uh, 18 listener participants, and if they win the whole thing, they get 18 of the coveted spots. That's the vast majority of the ones that will be given away for the Jaguars Today uh, Fantasy Leagues next year, which will then commit me to running the Jaguars Today Fantasy Leagues again <laughs> next year. One of these years, I'm just going to be enough is enough, but not yet. Uh, D-Rock, did you make the playoffs? I did in Jaguars Today number two. Number two? I were did. you in two of them? Was that? No, I was just in that Oh, one. you were in two. Okay. Yeah, league number two. I'm in that. I'm in the playoffs in that one as well. Uh, I made uh, Tony, Et, and I each made two out of three. We each have a buy in one of the two that we made. So uh, we'll see how that all goes down this time around. All right, mm-hmm. let's get back to the Jags and that audio and uh, the head coach Doug Peterson. Well, we don't need to hear from Trevor Lawrence. Enough about me. What do you think about me, Doug? Uh, <laughs> talking about Trevor Lawrence and the confidence he is showing right now. Yeah, I mean, it's getting it's getting better from the standpoint that, you know, we have a lot of communication throughout the week. I'm getting a better feel, obviously, for what he likes and, and what he's comfortable with. And so we, we put game plans together that way, too. So he has, you know, a lot of a lot of confidence in, in, in the plays and what we're calling. And But it just comes with time. Look, uh, we talked about this early in the week, Tony. The confidence comes out when you call a running play that's not even an RPO. And he's like, nah, I'm doing I this. I got this. I'm doing this. <laughs> And then against all odds, because guy's got him almost dead to rights in the backfield. He stiff arms that guy, makes him cry, and runs it into the end zone. I <laughs> right. mean, right? He's, Come to the sideline, it's like and, great play. Next oh. time, just hand it off. Please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not? Like, like no, no, good play. Good and play. also goes on Twitter. I don't know if it was after the game or the next day. But was like, I suck at football. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh no! Right, the, the it was whole tearful apology. I'm terrible. I never thought I'd be this bad at football. Oh, it's like wow. Oh my god, dude! It's a regular season game. You're in first place by two games. Imagine if the Jags do beat them. I mean, I hope they've got somebody watching him. Uh, if the Jags beat him in Week 18 for the AFC South we're, title, we're still at the point in the NFL where losing to the Jaguars is an embarrassment, and it just destroys guys. And it there's like there's no excuse for us to have lost to that team. We're still there, right? They'll still maybe be saying that to your, you know, it'll still right. for some they'll always have that perception. And yeah. okay, fine. And even the <laughs> end of the game with the taking a shot at Fortner there in the last snap. Like, it wasn't exactly like the Seattle deal at the end of 2017, but it was reminiscent right. of the same kind of thing where this team's beating us. What is going on? Right. I can't. I, we couldn't beat them on the field, so I'm going to take a little chippy, yeah. you know, let you know, hey, we're still the bully, I yeah. guess. And the okay. teams that play that kind of way, when you punch back, ain't going to be real happy about it. <laughs> right. And this team is not – Punched back very well up there, that's for sure. And they uh, certainly no did this past week. No doubt. Doug Peterson was also asked, talking about Trevor Lawrence yesterday, where is his comfort level right now in this offense? It's always a work in progress, you know, um, each week. But but I, I do feel like he is uh, really, I guess, understanding kind of what we're trying to get done as an offense. And, and so if you think the same, that, that definitely helps. And, and, and really, you call a play and um, – it may not be the best play at the time, but but you ask your quarterback to, to kind of bail you out, and, and he's been able to do that. And, and um, you know, it's just the complimentary aspect of it. It's so funny. I am watching a clip yesterday of one of his throws where he comes in, the guy comes around the, the right side of the Jags offensive line, the pass rush, and Trevor does that little quick move up in the pocket. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? And yeah. Like, like kind of does a little, little shake, and he kind of rolls out, keeping his eyes downfield to his left. And throws that ball over Agnew. the defender to Agnew. Right. And, and 
Exactly. It was a great throw, and it was a great play, and always keeping his eyes downfield, and there were people like, oh, man, he should have hit the hot read right off. Like, like, can you not appreciate that everything's not going to go exactly people by the book? People don't understand that. People do not understand that it is rarely perfect in the NFL. Right, like, we're you watching ra- it on the TV, you, you and we're rarely, like, look, the hot yeah, read's open. Right, you rarely get a completely clean pocket. You rarely – I mean – 90% of quarterback plays, I would, maybe not 90, but at least 75% of quarterbacking in the NFL is being able to handle it when it's not perfect and not ideal and, and things are going wrong. That, that's, that's, that's what separates the elite quarterbacks from the guys that are just okay. They can handle that. No doubt. Uh, Doug Peterson yesterday was also asked about one of the injured players coming in this week. We saw Trayvon Walker leave the game last week and – uh, Coach Peterson was asked about what exactly will the plan be on Sunday if they don't have Trayvon Walker available. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, anytime you lose a, a starter, potentially, you know, I mean, that's gonna that's gonna take a little bit away from, you know, your offense or defense, and you know, he's he's really starting to play better, you know, as the season's progressed and and doing different things, and and you saw, you know, this past week, you know, him playing with his hand in the ground, you know, coming off the ball a little bit more and. Just feeling comfortable with with the scheme and and um, but you know what it's always going to be if that happens if that's the case then it's the next man up mentality you know and and uh, if it's you know um, if that's Arden Key if that's you know Caleb on Chase on whoever whoever is going to you know fill that role you know um, just got to be ready to go you know and ready to play. All right, uh, D Rock, what's your expectation? Are we going to see Trayvon Walker this week? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, Doug almost let it out of the bag. It's right. like right there. Like anytime you're without a starter, uh, I mean, potentially, well, maybe, potentially, potentially, maybe. certainly, maybe uh, misses the game. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it I was have no idea. Because after the game, I was in the locker room, talked to Trayvon, and he had nothing wrapped on that foot. No boot, no wrap. He had his sneakers on, and he was walking out of there. No problem. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I don't think we'll see him this week. All right. Uh, let's say, take our – Next time out here and get you ready for what's coming up on the other side. That would be the Breakfast Bowl heading into week 15 in the National Football League, getting down to the nitty-gritty with four weeks to go in our season-long fantasy contest. That's coming up uh, later on. We'll take a look at the question of the day, responses about uh, your expectations and whether or not the Jags are meeting them, exceeding them, or falling short at this point in time. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and beautiful people all across the world, let's get ready for the Breakfast Bowl Challenge! All Jags, all NFL, Jaguars today on 1010XL. Can we skip week 15? Because telling you, it is rough, man. The landscape is looking pretty sparse yeah. right now. You know, Dips, you and I play a lot of fantasy football. We yes. play a lot of it in leagues where we're together playing in those leagues. Yes. I don't think I get more nervous about anything during my week than I do the breakfast bowl. Oh no, like, I just trying you. to get it together and get it right. Right. Well, I, I, right. The other ones, you know, you're used to setting basically a lineup out of the same guys all year. You yeah. kind of build your depth chart. You know, who you're going to play with few exceptions. Here, it's like could be anybody. This yeah. I can only use them once. Do I do it now? Right. The pressure. Yeah. The pressure. Ah. 
Uh, Tony, uh, give us an idea of where things stand, please, heading into Week 15. Sure. The listeners have retaken the overall lead with Ooh. just a tick under 1,000 points on the season, 999.9. How about that? I'm currently in second with 997.12, so a two-and-a-half-point lead basically there. Uh, for the listeners, Dempsey in third with 963.26. D-Rock fourth with 952. And E.T. Wait for it. Wait for it. You need to hear the number. In last with 855.16. That's 100 more than Hank Aaron got, so I guess that's good. doing the math over there, man. 855.16. Wow. At least we get to drop our highest and lowest. Well, that's, that's with the highest thing. and lowest gone. That's with it gone, but right. if, 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 oh, you just if, broke E.T. If, <laughs> if, if, I'm looking at this. If E.T.'s highest and lowest were included, he would barely be that's in it. second place ahead of Tony. <laughs> so congratulations <laughs> to you. But you didn't buy breakfast this week. That's so all that matters There's another congratulations <laughs> to you. Let's say hello to Sam in Nocatee, uh, who's joining us right now. Hello, Sam. Good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning. I'm glad you guys made that comment about being nervous. This is like uh, it's pressure, man. Right? It's crazy <laughs> the amount of pressure. Be. You better be. Let me tell yeah, you, I, Sam. I do this on uh, my Sirius XM show on Friday nights, right? Those guys, we come on the air at 10 p.m. They, we get them at 10:05. We're drafting at 10:20. So <laughs> you got to be ready to go. But at least you've had an hour. Uh, Et got you the list of players you're not allowed to select from. Is that correct? We have Sam. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you got him the list of players, right? You, you're you're caught up on who is not available to you. Correct. All right, just wanted to make sure, uh, as we do every week, we draft a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and a flex. No super flex. It is point per reception scoring. It's a one-and-done draft, meaning you can use any player, but you can only use them once all year. Whatever they get that week, that's what you get. You can't use them again. Try to use them again. You're going to get laughed at. You're going to get mocked. You're going to get a big fat zero uh, that week. Anytime a player is selected, that player cannot be taken by any other team in that same week as well. So there's that. Uh, here's the draft order. I stunk last week, so I will go first. Et stunk just a little less than I did. We'll be picking second. D Rock is kind of like a medium smell for uh, last week's performance. Tony, at least you soap perhaps forgot deodorant, but uh, and then our listener last week uh, was uh, spick and span, clean, ready to go, winning the week. So that's the draft order. Uh, I, I, I've gone back and forth 50 times on who to take with this first one. I'm just going to speak the name Keenan Allen, and it's done. It's over with. And I stole it from E.T., my man. Like that Ravens said, Right out of the gates, baby. Keenan Allen. Yes, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, come on down. All right, E.T., who you going to take not named Keenan Allen? Uh, I guess I'll go with J.K. Dobbins. Okay, J.K. came in, and uh, I had a playoff game last week. I ran Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift, and Travis Etienne against me. Dobbins covered the whole lot of them. (laughs) The whole bunch of them. It was fantastic. All right, so J.K. off the board. D-Rock. Uh, Miles Sanders. Please. Ah, he was uh, very high on my running back list this week as well. Hope he stinks. Uh, Tony. Who? Uh, I, <laughs> I will take Christian Watson. Okay. Jalen going to have him on lock on Monday Night Football. All right, Sam, it is your drafting debut, sir. You get back-to-back selections. Who would you like? Uh, uh, did, did, hold on, Sam. We didn't hear your first one. Go ahead. Repeat the first one, oh, please. I'm sorry. 
Brock Purdy. Okay, Brock Purdy. My man is stepping out on us right here. All right, and who are you following that up with? Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. You said Zach Ertz, right? Correct. Okay. It's going to be a tough one. We'll tell you later. Uh, All right, Tony. (laughs) Tony. Yes. Who are you taking? You got Christian Watson. I do. Uh, I will take DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is number two on my wide receiver list this week. And uh, now he's gone. All right, D-Rock, you've got uh, Miles Sanders. Give me TB12, please. Okay. Wow. Do you still play? It's unbelievable that we... I don't know. Has anyone taken him this year? Uh, the first one? I think I, I am. I don't think I. No, I used him. I probably okay. used him very early. E.T. used him. Probably used him very early as mm-hmm. well. Okay. So we had not realized yet what an atrocious play <laughs> he has turned out to be. So not what's this your week, excuse? Pally. No, don't you, like you him. worry. All right. Uh, you got Brady. Uh, E.T., you got J.K. Dobbins. Who's next? Devonta Smith. All right. Nobody, I don't believe, has taken Devonta Smith all year. I did. Oh, you did? Okay, because yeah. I was looking at him. I had him on my. My flex list, and I thought he was available to just about everybody. All right. Uh, Devontae Smith is off the board. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, no, no less really confused about what I should do at yeah. this point in time. Yeah. But I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco at running back. And then going against Houston. And then going Mike White. Mm. A QB. The ribs holding up. That's yeah, who oh, yeah, I was absolutely. considering as well. I was, but, and yeah. that's who I was going to be yeah, bold. Yeah, throw caution you to the wind, baby. You are bold. Hey, you know what? I think he's playing this I do week. Too, I don't think but, there's any doubt he's yeah. playing. And, you know, running out of good quarterback options, to be quite frank. And uh, that's Correct. where we're at. They, they say they're Will, playing the Lions. They say Zach Wilson is showing some good morale up I know there, this. So. I, I bet Mike White will score more points than Zach Ertz this week. I'll say that. <laughs> Since, well, well, we'll get to that. Uh, E.T., who you got? Uh, let me see. I got already. I, got, uh, uh, uh. I already know who I'm going quarterback. I'm going to go that last. I'm going to go tight end last. So I'm going to go with my flex. Quick rundown. I'm going to go with uh, Brian Robinson. Okay, quick has left the building. Um, Brian Robinson, it is. All right, D-Rock, you got uh, Tom Brady and Miles Sanders. Who is next? Uh, Mike Williams, please. Mike Williams. Sorry, they're all going to Keenan Allen this week. All right, Tony, you got Christian Watson and DK Metcalf. Who's next? I will take. Man, I really don't like any of this. I know. <laughs> I agree. You're going to put up 140 just I'll go. Know, the way you're playing. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Joe Mixon, please. Joe Mixon. Thriller. All right, uh, Sam, you've got Purdy, you've got Ertz, you got two more right here. All right, let me get Marquise Brown. Okay, Hollywood. And? Um, Javante Williams. Okay. Huh? Javante Williams. I... Moving on to Tony with a quarterback or a tight end selection right here. Tony. I will go... Greg Dulcet, please. Okay, Dulcet it is. Always disappoints, it seems like. I mean, I, like, you know what I mean? It just like he, yeah. last week conditions were ripe for a massive game. Yeah. It all went to Jerry it's Judy. tight end at this point, unless you're getting one of those guys, like, please give me eight. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, D-Rock, 
Need a tight end or a flex? George Kittle. Kittle. Skittles with Kittles. Uh, E.T., quarterback or a tight end? Uh, I'm going to go with Njoku. Okay. Njoku. I was the only one that could use him. Yep. And uh, so it comes down to me for the final couple spots on my squad here. I'm taking T.J. Hawkinson. That's the last one that could use him. And let me triple check that I haven't used this guy because I'm pretty sure that I haven't. No, I haven't. Uh, give me Najee Harris in the flex. I'm bouncing back a little bit. Eh, a little bit. Uh, E.T., need a QB. Let's go Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, okay. For some reason, I heard that in my head as Christian Kirk. No. I did. And I was like, no. ha-ha, you fool. Flash All right. <laughs> D-Rock flex. Tony Pollard. There you go. Oh, no, you didn't. Seriously, I mean, people, you know, have I have I told you about CBSSports.com lately? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what a, what a guy, this guy. You're just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I stand right. by my selection. All right. Yeah. Probably a good one. I mean, there's no doubt I have to take a quarterback, and there's no doubt about who the right pick to make is, but I will not do it. I will not take the guy who's playing <laughs> the Jaguar. I Thank won't. you, Tony. I just refuse to I, do I'm it. I'm the only one who can use C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Don't even map him on my sheet yeah. this week. I just will not, not do it. Not a bad person. And instead, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. All right, uh, Sam, going to need big points out of your flex this week. Who's it going to be? <laughs> Yeah, I just looked up Zach Ertz. Yeah. Um, when, when do we tell you about Javante Williams? I was so confused. Oh, no. Uh, go ahead. Flex, please, Sam. Uh, um, Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin in the flex. All right. Uh, I want do, I wonder do past listener participants listen in to, like, go, oh, or, yeah, or, oh, I would have picked that. All right. Uh, here's what we've got. I go with Mike, my ribs are just fine white. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Keenan Allen, TJ Hawkinson, Najee Harris in the flex. E.T.'s got Kirk Cousins, J.K. Dobbins. Um. Mm. Uh, Devontae Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Njoku and Brian Robinson. Come on, somebody. Questionable with uh, missing some practice time this week. He's trying to speak it into existence. It's it's beyond (laughs) that. It's like precautionary. It's beyond that because E.T. hit a whammy again this week. Oh, no. Who do you you already use? Brian Robinson. Oh, he already used Brian (laughs) Robinson. That's that's an unfortunate turn of events right there. Good job. Tony, eagle eye over there. I like it. Tony's like a sniper, man. Mm. He waits till the end, and Uh, he's like, let's find out who D-Rock's already used. D-Rock's got Brady, Miles Sanders, Mike Williams, George Kittle, Tony Pollard. Tony? No, he's he's, Ah, he's clear. All right. Uh, (laughs) Tony has gone. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Mixon, Christian Watson, Greg Dulcich, and DK Metcalf. D-Rock, Tony use any of these guys for? I hope hope so. Uh, and Sam and Nocatee goes with Brock Purdy, <laughs> Javante Williams, Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz, and Tyler Conklin. Uh, Sam, we regret to inform you that uh, Javante has been on IR oh, wow. all season long, <laughs> just about. And uh, as you as you've come to research, so is Zach Ertz now. So the listener yeah. team will, uh, you know, it's tough, man. Still finish first. You're under somehow. a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, we we have all week to get our, our list together, but uh, regardless, man, we appreciate you playing along. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never do this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Look, it's still four weeks to go. The listeners are in first place. We dropped the highest and lowest score, mm-hmm. so hey, this is not the end of the world by any stretch, Sam. I, take, I, I hope you're a Jaguars fan. Is that correct? Yes, for sure. So what are your thoughts about the, the matchup with the Cowboys this week? 
Uh, I, I'm a converted Cowboy fan. I'm going to the game. I got mixed emotion. I was going to sew two shirts together. I don't know what to do, but no, I'm, I'm Jags now. Atta uh, baby. Good. All right. Yeah. You like, you like our chances, huh? I do. Trevor I do. Lawrence, red hot. You never He's doubted him. Hot, yeah. You never yeah. doubted him, right, Sam? You're not one of those guys that no, ever doubted him. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're not going to be many that admit it, uh, Sam, in the future right. regardless, right? So, hey, listen, man, uh, we hope you enjoy the game and, yep. uh, you know, enjoy seeing the uniform of the old team you're rooted for, but let's all hope you're celebrating with your newfound love this weekend, my man. Of course. Thank appreciate you. you, brother. Thank you very much. All right, all right. Sam in Nocatee. Uh, appreciate him playing. See, Sam. It's tough, right? No, no matter what, you're not used to doing this. It's the first time you've done it all season. Mm-hmm. This guy in here, though. Man. What about this guy? I couldn't believe it when he said it. Like it, it was edited, man. I think somebody's winning <laughs> Tony's somebody. quick with the typing. I do kind of recall him taking Brian Robinson. Yeah. And I remember going, hmm. Because you know how I am. I always like to go, hmm. I don't even look over When there. you make a pick. I and I think he had there. a good week when you took him, though. So at least you got good points out of him. Man. I think, you know what? Now that you say, I think it was maybe like two weeks ago. It was like two weeks ago, right? And, ago. and I thought it yeah. wasn't that long ago. I was like, hmm, that's just an interesting pick. I and, just like to make it easy. Well, I, make, I like to make it interesting. It is. In, look, uh, you probably, you know, last week would have beat me. You, know, you basically beat me with four because you didn't have Kyler Murray. And. You still didn't buy breakfast. All right, there you go. I just got the itis from breakfast this morning. That's what it is. That may be it, right? (laughs) That may be it. All right, uh, we're we're done with the breakfast bowl. Your long national nightmare is over for yet another week. We'll come back and let's look at the question of the day. Kind of a fun one. Where are the Jags based on what you expected them to be this year? Ahead of schedule, behind schedule, right about where you expected them? Uh, We'll look at the poll numbers. We'll go roundtable on it as well. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Trevor keeps it on his own read, tries to get to the corner, dies for the end zone, touchdown! A one-yard touchdown run! Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars today on 1010XL. What we need to know is if Mike DiRocco thinks the Jags are going to win this week, but we're not going to find out yet. Okay. Okay, we will find out coming up. I did. You know what? I wanted to do this before our Jaguars Today League playoffs begin tonight, right? Because we kind of we do the drafts and it's fun, and we get a lot of people that want to be in the leagues. And then you know, as the season goes on, you know, from time to time we'll bring up a, a particular matchup or whatever on the air, but we don't, you know, give them enough uh, glory for making the playoffs, having a good season. So I thought I would just read off the names of the participants in the various Jaguars Today fantasy leagues and wish them the best. I don't mean that, but I <laughs> wanted to do it anyway. So, uh, League One, Jaguars today, League One, Tony Smith, number one seed. Hey, okay. Cristiano uh, Bretas from Brazil is the number two seed. He was number one seed for a long time. Yeah, he was undefeated this year. a long time. Yeah, he was, time, uh, yeah. He was uh, kicking butt and taking names. I don't like him. Others <laughs> in the postseason, uh, Christopher Moses made it, our own Taylor Dahl. Like Reigning Breakfast Bowl champion, pour one out for Taylor. <laughs> uh, Brandon Morin and our man E.T. <laughs> he stole that last spot. Well, no, didn't steal. He earned it. But because uh, the last spot goes to the team that's not in that has the most points out of the teams that are left. So E.T. jumped from like the eighth seed to the sixth seed, but that's the game. And there that's how I'm going to win. And so uh, E.T. made the playoffs. So that's uh, League One. I did not make the playoffs in that league. Started 5-2. and two, Sorry, behind. Ended 5-9. and nine. Yikes. <laughs> oh, very bad. All right. League number two. David Bolin has the number one seed. Won his division. E.T. has the number two seed. He's got a bye in this one. Look at you. 
What's that doing my thing? Uh, I've got the three seed here. D-Rock has the four. Uh, Adam Vernon earned the fifth seed, and Brandon Miller got the number six seed. So you're playing Vernon. I'm playing Miller uh, this week. Okay, and that's where and things I get, stand. Uh, the one seed, right? Uh, I think so. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Lowest. Well, it depends. If I get beat, then then you'll get uh, the two seed. Oh, okay. right, because it's lowest, uh, highest remaining versus lowest remaining. It'll reseed each round. Tony Smith missed the playoffs in yeah. that one. Finished a game out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did. I finished the game out. Might have, finish might have game. finished 10 games out for all I know. I, I, I know still this. missed the playoffs. I'm not, not saying I didn't miss the playoffs. I did. All right, here we go. Um, League three. I've got the number one seed. Got the bye. Kevin Fitzpatrick earns the other bye in that one. D Trip. Sorry, I don't know the full name, but that's what he, he has up on his page. D Trip's got the three. Jay Stadius with the four. Tony Smith with the five. And Shay Jacobs with the six, our man E.T., I believe. You, you ain't say my name in that one. I believe, no, I believe you got a win in that league, though, this yeah. year, right? Hey, you know what's funny? That's the that's the draft I was talking the most trash in draft night. <laughs> you what won a shock. One that, game? The, that was the one with Aaron Rodgers. What a <laughs> shock. Like, these losers left me Aaron Rodgers. I thought, he dra- no, he, and he drafted Aaron Rodgers. He thought I was kidding in the chat. I'm like, <laughs> you know they're going to run the hell out of the ball this year, right? Wait, <laughs> like he, they, won, he only won one game? Uh, he got two. I think he got No, he got one late. Two yeah. and 12. Yeah. Attaboy, E.T. Two and yes, 12. Sir. Right there, tied tied for last. It'd be like that In sometimes. the playoffs in two leagues, though, that's pretty good. Uh, two out of three. Ain't yeah. bad. That's what E.T. made. I made yeah. two out of three. Tony made two out of three. D-Rock's one for one. You're only in the one, right? Correct. All right, so chicken. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's <laughs> mess with you, man. Yeah, of the uh, seven kind of head-to-head dynasty-type leagues that I'm playing in this year, that listener league's the only one I didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I made it in uh, 14 out of 18 yeah. this year. I had two, really that, number, two that were yeah. close. And the other two, including that one, were not close <laughs> to getting it. Although I probably – I was, like, in range of the points, kind of like E.T. got anyone, but whatever. So there you go. Just wanted to recognize the people that did well, like my man Emmanuel. <laughs> to answer your question about the breakfast bowl of the listeners, listen, they listen because they email me every week asking for their scores and how they did. Oh, they want the updates. And the player last week, Robert, is like, what is this guy doing? He's uh, throwing it for us. <laughs> oh. He emailed it to <laughs> That was our plant. That was our plant for the next year. Oh, boy. Hey, look, doesn't mean you won't get into a Jaguars Today League, but the only thing it guarantees you, two things. Win one of the leagues, we invite you back the next year, Mm -hmm. right? Or uh, if the listeners win the Breakfast Bowl, all 18 of them are getting in next year. Taking up all those valuable spots. (laughs) Although, making my life a hell of a lot easier, honestly, right? Right? All right. Uh, E.T., why don't we fire up that 10-10 take so we can take a look at today's question of the day. 10 10 take now the 10 10 take with mike dempsey brought to you by northern tool start solving your projects today at northerntool.com we're made for this all right before we do the official question of the day i did throw the quickie poll out there okay um jaguar fans would you trade trevor lawrence for one guaranteed super bowl victory yes or no those are your only options Mm -hmm. what do you guess is the uh respective percentages i bet 75 no 75 no when you say Tony, i'd go under the 75 i put it closer to 70 no 70 no et i say they say yes you say they say yes give me a percentage let's say 60 percent. 60 percent 63.3 percent say no oh wow. we would not trade trevor lawrence for a guaranteed super bowl that victory. doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise Honestly, no. it surprises me it's that low, quite frankly. Yeah, that's why I was thinking it was 70. Because it's a hypothetical, and you can't 
trade someone for a guaranteed Super Bowl victory so you can tell yourself, hey, Trevor's going to bring us at least one. And if we have at least one, we're also going to get the enjoyment of watching him compete in all those other years and maybe win an extra one and maybe win a second one, right? So, um, anyway, that's the the way it went in that poll. Today's official question of the day presented by Chad and Sandy. Real estate through 13 games, the Jaguars are dot, 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 where I thought they'd be. Ahead of schedule or worse than I expected? Uh, D-Rock, what say you? I think they're right where I thought they'd be. Because, again, I still am on the young team, up and down, inconsistent. Thought they'd be around six wins um, at the end of the year. So, they're right on pace where I thought they would be. Okay. Uh, Tony? I think because of my confidence at this point in their first season together with Peterson and Trevor Lawrence and the way that that relationship seems to be growing – Still, I I would say ahead of schedule. Ahead of schedule, okay. Yeah. Et, what would you say? Um, I'm saying that they're right where I thought they would be because uh, I predicted they would win anywhere from six games as a floor, nine as a ceiling, and I think they're at least going to get the, the floor. So I'm thinking they're right where I thought they would be. Well, let me say, Et, you specifically because I got the receipts <laughs> had them uh-huh. winning five of their first thirteen <laughs> games. So I they, I said six. you had them at five and eight. Uh, no, at this point, right now you had them winning three of their last four. Ooh. However, Whoa. losing to Dallas, beating Ooh. the Jets, Houston, and Tennessee—that's doable. That is doable. Come on, we going to the Super Bowl, and we go. And we gonna win that. <laughs> yes, uh, Et. Let's see. You had. Uh, let's see what ones you had. Uh, victory over Indy, correct early on, uh, and uh, that was it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had uh, wins over Washington, Houston, the New York Giants, and Detroit. Should have won all of those games. Tony Smith, you had the Jaguars at 5-8 and eight mm-hmm. at this point in the season. You had a win over Indy, win over Houston, win over the Giants, uh, a win over the Raiders, and a win over Detroit. So uh, you got the Raiders right, and you got the Indy, the first Indy game mm-hmm. right. So uh, two correct for you. I had the Jaguars at 5-8 and eight <laughs> at this point in the what? season. I had wins over Washington, Indy. Houston, the New York Giants, and Detroit. I think that's exactly what E.T. had. Uh, so I had one right <laughs> out of all that. Uh, we all had them losing to Dallas. We all had them beating the Jets. E.T. and I had them beating the Texans. And Tony and E.T. had them beating the Titans in week uh, 18. So we'll see where things stand. But mm-hmm. uh, here's where the poll numbers stand. Over 250 votes in on this one so far. 60.6% said where I thought they'd be. Uh, ahead of schedule for 27.2%. So only 12.2 said worse than I expected. D-Rock, what would it have been last week? 70% worse than I expected? Oh, it might have even been higher. Right. I mean, seriously. It, 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 the, the feelings on this team, and, and that's the way I think it is everywhere, obviously, when you're not a dominant team. It's just so up and down every week. It is just like – and the, we're talking extremes up and down every week. Well, and you, you would have been losing to a team that, again – before the season started, and we did this with Tom McManus. We did this on a Friday show. That's why I don't have D-Rocks uh, here with us. But uh, we all had them beating Detroit. Probably a lot of people had them beating Detroit you know, did, in their yes. heads. So you're like, all right, we got this far. Now we get a game we expected them to win, and we don't even show up. Right? It would get blown out, not competitive the whole nine yards. Um, I mean, I expected them to beat the Lions. I expected them to beat the Texans. And I expect them to beat the Jets, I think, from here on out. From here on out, yeah, I expected yeah. them. Yeah, so okay, so you got them. You have them, you had them at seven and nine then, or seven and ten. 
I no, got I had six. I had six and eleven. Six and so eleven. Okay. I think I had him at four wins. To okay, this I got gotcha. you. Um, I had him the final tally. Tony and I each had him winning seven this year. Et had him winning eight. Uh, Tom McManus had him winning seven. So I mean, they're right there. Yeah. But here's the funny thing. You know, couple of plays, and I know you can. You couldn't do it as easily against them, right? They haven't. You know, you could have done it in the Ravens game. You could have done it in the Raiders game. But they've won some convincing victories where you can say, all right, take your couple of plays, Chargers, or take your couple of plays, Titans, and it wouldn't matter all that much. You really feel like if the Jags had just, you know, maybe not thrown a crucial interception here against the Texans or Broncos, then you're sitting on seven wins right now. Yeah. Then I think you're talking about 90-plus percent you're saying – You're in first place of the division right You're now. in first place, and 90% are saying they're ahead of schedule at this point in time. But you didn't win those games so correct uh well d-rock's going to tell you what the jaguars are going to do in a moment but first we're going to say hello to xl primetime hello now the two-minute drill brought to you by tire outlet keeping the rubber on the road with wholesale prices and premium service tire outlet jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop all right matt hayes is here with us hello matt morning fellas how are you Great, doing great. Uh, Jags, where you thought they'd be ahead of schedule, behind schedule through thirteen oh, games. Way ahead of schedule. Way ahead of schedule. Way ahead of schedule. Would you have them winning two games this year or what? No, I, I, no, I don't see. I, I get it that at the end of the day you're judged on dubs. I get it. I just think this this franchise from where it was last year to where it is now, it's night and day. It's I mean literally night and day. They they were a discombobulated, dysfunctional mess last year with a lunatic running the show. And it's completely different now. Just complete the way they prepare themselves, the way they play. Um, yeah, they make mistakes. Yeah, they lo- they've lost games they should have won. But it's not even close to what it was last year. Last year, this week, they were coming off a 20-0 shutout loss in Nashville. Tomorrow's the anniversary of the Urban Meyer fire. I mean, they lost. Oh like, what, God, we got to celebrate! What was like the, the, <laughs> the hell? The Patriots score was like fifty-two to nothing or something, wasn't it? Something like that. It was like fifty-four or something. I mean, they could have scored a hundred. Yeah, I mean, like, there's it. no way this team loses like to anyone like that. No, no way. What no. are we drinking tomorrow? <laughs> is, I mean, you have to drink it before noon. Yeah, Hennessy before noon. Well, twelve forty-five this morning. Tomorrow morning is when. The official time happens. I'll be in the car, so. man. I can't be drinking. You know, I got to get my drinking done before I get behind the wheel. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Bad joke. <laughs> Terrible joke. Not true whatsoever. All right. Uh, I'll, look, I'll bring in a bottle of champagne, but I promise to only look at it mm-hmm. tomorrow. That'd be great. That'd be. Uh, we got to celebrate that every year. All right. Uh, December 16th. All right. What do you got coming up today, Matt? Uh, we've got our coach, Campo, as well as Darren Woodson, one of the greatest safeties in modern era, really. Uh, he'll be on talking about little ball as well. I'm sure we'll get him to dive into the Jags a little bit. See what he thinks about where they are on if they're ahead of process or right about where they should. All right. Uh, we will find out. Matt will be listening. Thank you. All right, fellas. Appreciate it. Uh, D-Rock, what say you about the Jacksonville Jaguars this uh, week? I think it's a close loss. Close I th- loss. I think it's a fourth quarter loss. They're in the game until the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me but, guess. Tony Pollard runs one in. Or, or well, I mean, catches I th- one and then guy. runs it in. I, I think this might be one of those – you know, 31, 28 games. games, you know. But, um, <laughs> no, look, the way I feel about this team now is is significantly different than the way I did when the season started. I think that they go ahead and they beat the Texans, they beat the Jets, and, um, you know, then you're staring at that last game. I think there will be something on the line there. So uh, next week you'll be joining us from 
Newark. Lovely Newark. Uh-huh. Is that where you're, that's where you're staying? <laughs> yeah, fly into Newark because it's only like 15, 20 minutes yeah. from the stadium. Stay right there at the airport. What do you do? You rent a car? You get a car service? Uh, no, I'm going to Uber this time because it's going to be a Close night enough. Game. Yeah, such a, it'll be a late game. I'll just take an Uber. Be easier. Right, there and you go. I don't think there are any cars available anyway at the airport. <laughs> Will you be check. getting all your sports bets in when you get to New Jersey? A lot of my friends who live in New York, that's where they drive over the bridge, place their bets. They drive back to New York where they can't place not, their sports I'm not, wagers. I'm not a gambler. I'm just so messing probably with you. not. But um, all right, because I would probably lose. All right, D Rock. Most people do. We yeah, will. That's uh, kind of the way it works, huh? Have a great week. You know, bad luck to all your players, uh, particularly Tony Pollard. Ugh, unbelievable. But uh, let's hope you're wrong about the Jaguar outcome, as we're, I'm sure, all hoping uh, for a Look, playoff. Regardless push of what happens the rest of the season. They're on the upswing. They have the best situation at quarterback and head coach in this division. Um, they're they're going to be the division champs next year. I'm fully I fully believe that right now that they're well, winning this division next year. Well, might win this year. As Possibly. Well. You never know. This never season, know. at least. But regardless you, of what happens the next four weeks, they are in much better shape, like Matt said. And, agreed. And, and they're headed in the right direction. D Rock, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, and we'll talk to you next week. Safe travels, man. Thank you, guys. Talk to you Thursday. All right, there he goes. Mike DiRocco at ESPN DiRocco on Twitter. Check him out on the digital pages of ESPN. Com. That'll do it for us today. Any final parting thought, Tony? Or are you good? I'm, I'm pretty good. Oh, like he's it. good. Looking forward to watching the matchup tonight with San Francisco having an opportunity to lock up one of the divisions. Like That'll be fun. Let's go We've CMC. We've had some stinkers on Thursday nights. Tonight's a pretty good one. Let's go CMC. Yeah. Let's go CMC. Come on, 27 touches tonight for Christian McCaffrey. Would Probably surprise not. me. Short week. It would yeah. surprise me, actually. Short week. They only gave him like 17 on Sunday, I don't know, but I'll take anything so north of 20. Only 17, let's go. Hey, look, I'll take him. He's got, you can rest up yeah. 10 days to They're the next looking one. looking at that Seattle matchup is what they were doing. All right, that'll do it for us. For Tony Smith, for E.T., uh, for our man Sam and Nakati as well. We appreciate him stopping by. Uh, for our man D-Rock, uh, who always does an excellent job with us. I'm Mike Dempsey. We appreciate you listening to Jaguars today. Of course, XL Primetime coming your way. Tom McManus will be in tomorrow on the program. So, and we'll celebrate, you know, what will you do to commemorate uh, the one-year anniversary of Urban Miller getting kicked to the curb? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Cannot wait. So, uh, we'll enjoy uh, sharing that with all of you tomorrow as well. That'll do it for us as we get out of here. Stick around. XL Primetime coming up right now on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Yo, Jacksonville. Man, y'all get off of T-Low. Jaguar.